Welcome back to China in Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. Florida has a new bill and it aims to tackle the dangers of communism through education. If it's passed, it would require public schools to include lessons about communism and its history for all grade levels. NTD's Daniel Monahan has more on the bill, which advanced on Tuesday at a subcommittee meeting. Besides teaching kids about the history of communism in the United States, the bill would also require instruction on communist policies in Cuba and Latin America. If successful, the measure would take effect in the 2026-2027 academic year. State Representative Patricia Williams opposes the bill, saying it divides people. Williams says Florida has too many kids who can't read at grade level, and that's what lawmakers should be focusing on. And for those of you that want to go across and, and talk about around the world, your title says State of Florida Representative. Julie Meadows Keefe says there's no time for the bill in the classroom. But should it be passed, she hopes it's balanced and includes instruction on the McCarthy era. Where people were unfairly dragged before Congress and accused unfairly of being communist. John Labriola with the Christian Family Coalition supports the bill. He says he's alarmed by recent reporting by the Washington Examiner showing 28 percent of young people view communism favorably. Uh, the children need to understand that communism in, in all its manifestations is a godless, uh, tyrannical, uh, murderous system that has killed tens of millions, possibly hundreds of millions of people across the globe. State Representative Alina Garcia says communism brings only misery, pain, and suffering. I believe it's never too early to teach our children the atrocities of communism. State Representative Karen Gonzalez-Pittman says she has many friends and constituents who fled from communism in other countries. And the conversations are about they're seeing the same behaviors that happened in their country happening here. State Representative Daniel Alvarez echoed that sentiment. Go talk to a Vietnamese. Go talk to a Czech. Go talk to a Pole. Ask them today why they flee to the United States. The bill would also establish a communism history task force under the Florida Department of Education. The task force would consist of gubernatorial appointees and would recommend curricula and academic standards for instruction about communism. Daniel Monahan, NTD News. The House Select Committee on the CCP joined a forum at Harvard Monday to discuss its importance in today's America as the U.S. works to counter Beijing's threat. Plus, the lawmakers tripped Boston, the city they described as the epicenter for U.S. biotech innovation. Let's take a closer look. Quite honestly, Chairman Mike Gallagher explained the significance of the House Committee on the CCP. One is, is a communication function, is to try and explain to our colleagues and the American people why any of this matters. The second thing is to act as, for both the speaker and the minority leader, to kind of act as their policy incubator and accelerator on China matters. The it's committee has launched multiple right investigations into the CCP and its threat, and collected their findings as reports to raise more awareness. The goal to eventually work serious issues into legislation. Just waking up and defending ourselves and pushing back, I don't view it as some like, you know, we're trying to hurt China per se. And I think the Chinese people are often hurt by the regime, particularly when we look the other way towards egregious human rights abuses. 
Zooming in, questions were raised about how China will respond as its economic crisis worsens. Do you think it's more likely that the CCP will back off on the international stage or lash out even further? As President Biden has done that, oh, because you know China has economic problems, they're not going to make a move on Taiwan. Um, the opposite could just as well be true. Like I mean, they can do something that seems irrational from our perspective or that makes perfect sense if your primary goal is regime survival. The panel took place after the committee met with nine Boston-based biotech leaders. To better protect U.S. biosecurity, Gallagher stressed that the U.S. should reduce dependency on China and enhance domestic capacity so the U.S. can, quote, dominate this technology and set the ethical rules of the road. The Pentagon is likely to deploy nearly half of its aircraft carriers to the Western Pacific Ocean this year. Three are already there and two more are on their way. Benjamin Barton, associate professor at the University of Nottingham, told the South China Morning Post that Washington is sending a signal to its allies and adversaries. The Indo-Pacific is a priority, especially countering China's threats there. Pointing to the urgency of the operation, analysts say Taiwan and the South China Sea are critical. This May known China hawk and president-elect William Lai will be sworn into office as Taiwan's new president. Speculations are flying that Beijing's military could take action. As for the South China Sea, China's aggression there has been on the rise, with neighboring countries reporting harassment by Chinese Coast Guard vessels. China claims almost the entire body of water as its own. A 2016 international arbitration ruled that invalid. Banned for life after a trip to the zoo. One man in China has been permanently kicked out of a panda center in the country after officials said he threw things into the bear's enclosure. The Chengdu research base for giant panda breeding singled out the man as surnamed Gao, saying his, quote, uncivilized visit and his behavior could have harmed the iconic black and white mammals. A notice from the center didn't identify the objects he threw, adding that the pandas were in normal condition after the incident. Bans ranging from one year to life have been doled out to other rule breakers in the past. China keeps a watchful eye over its pandas, loaning them to other countries as rewards for aligning with Beijing's interests or as punishment for the standing against them. That's all for today's China In Focus. I'm Tiffany Meyer. If you have any feedback on the show or have something you'd like to see us cover, send us an email at chinainfocusntd.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for watching. See you tomorrow.